0: Hi, everybody. I'm Fran Spielman, and with me is Gary Chico. Morning. We've known each other since what, 1992? Long, Long time. When you served as Rich Daly's chief of staff. Yes. Bill Daly didn't show up at the debate this week. He's going to what they call the kitty table, the second, the, 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 I didn't the other group, that. but they, the, the people who were in the kitty table called it that. Called it that. What, what's he hiding from?
1: Well, look, you you cannot be the mayor of Chicago and be cowardly. You just can't. Uh, Imagine the situation with Laquan McDonald and the release of the tapes, right? What would you do in that situation? Hide? Close the door? Lock it? Avoid the public? You can't do that. One of the hallmarks of a good mayor is somebody who's able to come forward in a crisis, handle themselves, and explain the situation as best they can and keep the community calm. And I didn't see that at all last night. I saw somebody who, frankly, looked like they feigned an endorsement session to avoid talking to the people of Chicago in a setting where you're going to get hit. That's just the nature of debates.
0: Well, he may think that he's in the runoff already and he doesn't want to blow it.
1: What an amount of arrogance to believe that. Who in the world would take the voters for granted like that and believe you're anywhere? I think he caused himself a great deal of damage last night. You cannot treat people like that. You cannot take people for granted. This is not an entitlement mentality. You need to have, you need to have a, a willingness to talk with the voters, be humble, put yourself out there. Don't be arrogant, please don't be arrogant. You cause yourself a great deal of damage when you do that.
0: How involved was Bill Daley during the years that you were running City Hall?
1: I would say Bill was involved at all of the major points of, of uh, Richard M. Daley's mayorality. He was uh, the mayor's counselor. Uh, he was there for all of the elections and strategy leading up to it. And so I saw him as pretty much you know, tied to the administration.
0: What about policy? Was he there on major policy decisions? Policy, it, To the
1: extent that the policy ran into politics, Doesn't yes. Doesn't everything? Not necessarily. It depends. I mean, some things are easier to, easier done than others. Uh, most of the policy we handled internally, but to the extent it, 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 it involved politics, the effect on his brother's standing in the political community with people, he was involved.
0: The big stuff. Yeah. Okay. Did he, was he there? Was he one of the creators of HDO?
1: I personally didn't see that because I didn't have that much to do with HDO. Look, HDO never supported me for anything. Uh, and Victor Reyes and I are just ships in the night. I really don't do much with him. So uh, if that thing was being created on the side by other people with Bill Daley, I wouldn't doubt it.
0: But the arrogance you talk about, mm-hmm. what's arrogant about how he's running his campaign and how he would perform as mayor?
1: Well. He doesn't show up at the forums. He views them as below him, I think, from, from what I can gather. Uh, he, he called. Don't you remember the famous letter he issued in his campaign about everybody? I want everybody to come to televised debates. We'll have four of them, and everybody can judge and evaluate the candidates. He doesn't even show up at the first one because some union was going to give him an award? An, excuse me, an endorsement? Come on. Come on, come on. I've, I've gotten endorsements my, my whole life. You could work with these organizations and say, you know what, can you move it back 15 minutes so I can go to a debate ahead of time? Well, something was clearly going on to avoid being in the public.
0: So he's sitting on this pile of money, $5, 6000000 million. I, I don't
1: know that that's a case. Well, but He's spending a pile of money, too.
0: Okay, you are, too, though.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, you didn't say I was sitting on a no, pile of money. No, <laughs> no,
0: no. You're spending it as fast as you get it.
1: <laughs> that's the nature. This is not a profit game here. You're supposed to be taking it in the front door and moving it out the back yeah, door.
0: Yeah, and that's a tough thing. And isn't that really at the heart? Not necessarily all prerogative, but about the corruption scandal. If you didn't have to raise these mountains of dough, then you wouldn't be beholden to all these people, the developers and all these other businesses. Well,
1: you know, we have the broadest base of donors of anybody running. We're up to about 1,500 donors. And that's from people giving us as little as $5. Just yesterday, I had a lady lady named Letitia, wrote me a beautiful handwritten note with a $100 check. And she said, this is all I could afford, but I believe in your candidacy. I'm going to vote for you now. I hope this $100 helps. So I think we have to keep in mind, it's not all mega, mega donors. I mean, Daley's taking it in at $250,000 a crack. I'll take it from Letitia at $100 a pop. And she really feels a connection with the candidate. Look, I've said I'm for public financing of campaigns. Uh, but Don't
0: we need that? Isn't that really more mm-hmm. important than automatic prerogative?
1: I think that would be hugely important, a step in the right direction. No, 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 that, no, 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 automatic prerogative can always cause us trouble. Because remember, look at what happened with Solis, he wasn't just putting it in for himself. He was recommending other people. So it's not just about you know you and raising campaign funds for you. Once you give that unilateral power to an individual, you can use it in so many ways. You can you can give it to your brother, your aunt, your uncle, friends, cousins, relatives. I mean, so no, I I think you need the whole series of ethics reforms in this city. You need to end aldermanic prerogative. You need to ban outside income and you need term limits and i've said which is unique among every candidate your the city council will never do this to itself so i've recommended the chicago voter initiative i'm going to take this out by binding referendum to the people of this city they're the real bosses and they will impose this on us
0: but let me tell you what pat o'connor says to all the manic prerogative he says i don't know what's going on in uh howard brookin's ward so of course i'm going to ask him what does he think of a project how the hell do i know so how do you really theoretically and in reality get rid of the ability to ask a fellow alderman who knows better than you what's best for their ward
1: we didn't say we're putting a muzzle on the alderman never to speak to an issue of land use permit or whatever We're saying that that voice should not be dispositive and the only voice weighing yes or no on a project. Should Brian Hopkins have the ability to determine a $6 billion investment by himself? Absolutely not. That has ramifications for the entire city tax base. So am I saying that Alderman O'Connor would never ask Brookins his opinion before he votes? No, but should Brookins by himself have the ability to kill or or give life to a project? That is wrong. That is at the base of every piece of corruption you're seeing right now. That is at the heart of it.
0: What about Lincoln Yards? What should happen with that mega project? What should happen to the 78? Ron wants to race those two things through.
1: 78's a different project. 78 went through painstaking meetings with community organizations to get that project to the point where it is. I, I know because I've I've looked at that Sterling Bay uh, Lincoln Yards project. Different. A lot of questions. A lot of murkiness around that project. Seventy-eight vetted ad nauseum. So there, you have to look at each. But Zan-
0: Danny Solis was right in the middle of the seventy-eight. I say. Are are you sure that there's nothing kinky about the whole you're thing ever?
1: N- you're 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 never sure. You do the best you can. But again. This is why we end all dramatic prerogative. But you're, I don't well, I'm asking
0: you whether you think those two mega projects should go through, yes th- or no?
1: Well, here's here's before
0: the, the next mayor.
1: I'm okay with 78 because I've seen the vetting process. But you're asking me about Solis. We'd have to put everything in the 25th ward on hold.
0: Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we go do a review of zoning? Well, I've under s- his I've tenure,
1: said, fr- I've said, Fran, at the at the most recent uh, debate we had at the Union League Club about two weeks ago, there's no rush on these 60, 90 days to take a look at these projects, especially the ones involving Solis would perhaps build some confidence that, uh, by the people that were making good decisions.
0: So the 78 in Lincoln Yards, should they hold?
1: Well, Lincoln Yards is already running down the track. I would hold that for a review uh, of a broader group of people on the impacts of that project. I, on 78, it hasn't even made it to the plan, it, it, excuse me, it did oh. make it to the plan commission. It should also get a review given that Solis was the host alderman of that project. Okay, but, but remember, so the key thing here, once again, is no one alderman should have the thumbs up or thumbs down on projects of that magnitude. Should we
0: have a review of all zoning on, and an audit of zoning under Danny Solis? Yes. Uh, uh, going back to when, when he took over? He's been zoning chairman for quite a while.
1: I would at least go back to the time that the, the FBI began seriously looking at him, fourteen fifteen and look at all those projects and see whether or not, I mean, look, you can do it. Who a, would do
0: it? Who should do you, it?
1: You'd, you'd Joe hire Ferguson? A, you'd, 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 or would you hire an the outside The inspector trade? general would be, an outstanding, uh, would be an outstanding person to conduct that audit. He, in turn, may hire forensic auditor, investigator to do a sample of, of what those projects were. I think the public is crying for this especially given what Solis was involved with.
0: What do you think they would find?
1: God only knows. Haven't we all been shocked to this point already about what's been going on? People getting sex favors for, for zoning. This is ridiculous. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. It needs to be looked at. But more importantly, it needs to be dealt with. And the way you deal with it, get rid of aldermanic prerogative. No outside income if your alderman makes 120000 a year. You need additional income. Look, you're doing public service. It's sacrifice. What I'm prepared to do, leaving the law world. You're going to come back right, to the city. All right, let's talk about
0: that now, because you know, you've know you been lumped into the Burke Four. What's, uh, what's that? The Burke Four is uh, what uh, Lori Lightfoot and Paul Vallis call the people with the closest ties to Ed Burke. Mm-hmm. Now, you got your start in the finance committee working with him during council wars. Did you ever feel uncomfortable with how extreme his positions were against Harold Washington at that point? You were a young kid then, but...
1: Well, first of all, I was hired in the finance committee by Alderman Wilson Frost. Okay. And I stayed uh, through Alderman Burke, and after Alderman Burke, I stayed through Chairman Tim Evans. So my tenure in that committee predates and postdates at Burke.
0: So uh, he didn't hire you, is what you said. He did not hire. Me. Okay. So during council wars, when he was so extreme,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even he regrets it now. Sure.
1: Oh, I think. Did I think. you
0: ever say to him, "Are you kidding? What are you doing?"
1: Um, I think, uh, upon uh, hindsight, of course, some of those positions were just wrong. We should have never held up Harold Washington's appointments. It made no sense. I don't know why. The, I don't know why that was being done. But there was an
0: alternate budget. Alternate, well, you'll
1: you'll probably, who knows, you may see that again, depending (laughs) on where the city council goes. Uh Who knows? I hope not. We we, we both hope not.
0: Calling for him to resign after he didn't file his ethics statement on timing, some of the extreme positions. Those were
1: extreme positions, they were wrong, and let's hope we've learned and we can do better going forward.
0: Right, but you were on his staff, did you ever go to him and say, Ed, what are you doing? Or well, were you I've too too afraid of the boss to no, do that?
1: No, I'm not afraid of the boss. I okay. Mean, so did, you, better, ever, did you, you ever did you ever go to
0: him and say, Ed, what the hell are you doing?
1: I'm not going to quote how we talked, but I was dismayed by some of the things that. Did we you did. say it to him? I was dismayed by some of the things. Did that you we tell did.
0: him? I and mean, you could be dismayed at home. Did you say no, it to him? No, I was him? dismayed at the office. You were dismayed to his face.
1: I was dismayed.
0: To him. Okay. And what did he say? I'm not going to get into that. Why didn't you quit then? Quit. Quit quit the job.
1: Um, I had a family. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I can just quit.
0: Did you feel like quitting ever? Uh, no.
1: No. No. I th- People look, it was a, a very unique time in our history. Uh, I think you have the benefit of hindsight with perspective to see that those decisions they made were wrong, and you learn from it and you take it forward and you try never to commit those wrongs again.
0: But you maintain your ally alliance with him throughout the years, right?
1: Oh, I've, I've maintained my relation. I've learned in life, Fran, a long time ago, you maintain your relationships as many as you can because you need a network to perform your job. Let me ask you a question. When I was over at the CPS working on behalf of the Chicago Public Schools and I needed something done financially for the city, Was I supposed to have an alienation with the person who could say yes or no to our finance needs? I'll give you an example. We brought over $100 million in TIF requests one time for Chicago Public Schools to build schools, and I'm not supposed to know who the finance chairman is? I think that would almost make me derelict in my duty.
0: But Mendoza says that when Burke was calling Ginger Evans to lean on her, that he was doing it on behalf of your clients, the clients that you have.
1: News to me. I never spoke to him about it. You
0: never talked to Burke? You never asked him to call Ginger Evans? Never. Okay. So you have a lobbying business. How would you unravel it and detach it from what you do as mayor?
1: Well, I'm proud of the fact that I'm a successful lawyer. Occasionally, very occasionally, as the law requires, when we represent clients, you register.
0: Um, You would not call yourself a lobbyist?
1: I'm an attorney. Okay.
0: But do you lobby?
1: Yeah, as the law would define it on occasion. Very small occasion. Not often no not all. okay let me say this to you ask me what would i do if i'm privileged to be elected mayor by the people of this city i will leave that firm take my name off the door and concentrate solely on the business of the people of chicago
0: but yet paul Vallis points to the 500 times or 400 times as school board president that you abstained what do you say to that
1: simple uh that was 400 of 12,000 votes, and let's look at the 400 votes. The 400 votes were to be transparent. Uh, Vallis recommended each and every one of those actions to the board. I didn't even know what they were, but at the time they came, I was working at the, between, between two international law firms with clients who might have been elsewhere in the world who had a client relationship. We thought for the interests of transparency, we should note that. Those were not all Gary Chico clients. This is the way you do things in an abundance of caution to put it on the
0: record. Now, we're running out of time for the O'Hare Express. Yes. Uh, The mayor probably is not going to be able to get that contract to the council. I mean, where is it? Elon Musk. So, what do you think? Is that a good thing? Are there other priorities for O'Hare?
1: Oh, I I have a, a few things to say about this. Last night at the debate at Fox, I took Toni Preckwinkle to task because she will not be able to make independent decisions to take this city forward. Uh, whether we can quibble about whether it's 65 or 90 percent of her campaign fund is provided by two to three unions, SCIU and CTU, she has to turn right around and negotiate with both of those unions over massive labor pacts. Do you see 5% her? Five th- percent
0: pay raise. They want. <laughs> They want all kinds of things. Well, hold
1: on. They want worse than that. They not only want those kinds of pay raises. They want it for particular places. A new city income tax on people over 1%. Here's what Preckwinkle's going to do. When you take the vast majority of your campaign fund from two places and then you switch seats and sit around and negotiate their labor contracts with them, you know what you're going to do? You're going to cave, 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 and cave, and you're going to tax, 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 and tax. Look, Preckwinkle has has raised the sales tax. The soda tax, parking taxes, I could just keep going on. It's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Since she won't be able to have the independence to make good decisions for the people, we're gonna wind up paying. I offer an alternative to how we can raise money that doesn't hit the taxpayer right in the pocket. Here's O'Hare Airport. We now have all this development. The terminals are over here, Rosemont's over here. Now, there are, the communities in DuPage County want Western access. I propose to create a district around the western side of the airport and give them that access to come underground perhaps with a little development on this side of the airport so that they can reach these terminals. This will be a massive economic development boon to this community. I'm proposing the creation here, this is the concept, the creation of a special district almost like the McCormick Place District with a special tax, with a special tax that will benefit both the city of Chicago AND THE COMMUNITIES IN DUPAGE COUNTY AND PERHAPS THE COUNTY OF DUPAGE. WHAT WILL THAT DO? RAISE TENS AND TENS OF MILLIONS OF DOLLARS TO COME BACK TO THE CITY OF CHICAGO TREASURY. DOESN'T HIT THE TAXPAYERS OF THIS CITY ONE PENNY, BUT RAISES THEM TENS AND TENS OF MILLIONS. THE REASON I DON'T HAVE AN EXACT FIGURE IS WE DON'T KNOW HOW MANY HOTELS, CONVENTION CENTERS, RESTAURANTS ARE GOING TO BE BUILT HERE. BUT IF YOU JUST LOOK TO THE EAST SIDE OF THE AIRPORT AT ROSEMONT AND ALL OF THAT DEVELOPMENT, YOU GET A SENSE OF WHAT'S POSSIBLE ON THE WEST SIDE and i think if if you take a look at this you're going to see it's a it's a creative way to create revenue for the city of chicago nobody gets hurt these communities are going to benefit dearly
0: from how this large an area are you talking about well, and we'll what see, would be in there
1: well the, the land is going to change because once you have this access point over here to the airport all of this becomes more valuable and now you're going to see restaurants hotels convention facilities and things that aren't there now this is largely warehouse and and business logistics even business logistics will get more valuable and more of it because they have access to the airport now this is going to be a huge impact for not only this community but the city of chicago can benefit from it as well what's there now uh warehouse distribution this is going to become a much higher valuable piece of property with retail and other uses like you see in Rosemont. You don't see You're warehouses in Rosemont. You're talking about
0: that, that, the, the shopping malls yes. and the entertainment. the movie and
1: theater, the, the convention center, the entertainment. That whole like,
0: uh, Disneyland-type feel.
1: Well, that whole Disneyland-type feel raises a ton of money. City of Chicago, nothing on that right now. Western access. We should have a cooperative arrangement with these communities over here and the county of DuPage to create this district to generate tens of millions of dollars for the Chicago Treasury. Here's the here's the trick: the city of Chicago cannot take any of the money off the airport per se, per se because of federal law.
0: So you go outside the and you take that money. That's correct. And who do you tax in there? What do you ta- Whoever they use R- tax? Whoever the special
1: tax. Restaurants, hotels convention. So centers. how would
0: the special tax work? Is well, we'll
1: it see where we set it, but it'll be it'll be a...
0: A property tax you're talking it's, about, it's like an SSA?
1: It's, it's almost like the tax you see from McCormick Place right now that's levied uh, for uh, multi-miles around the McCormick Place area. Is it a property a tax or what it's, kind it's, of tax? It's going to be a sales tax. Oh, a sales tax. Because these are going to pr- be primarily sales, amusements, convention facilities that are buying and selling things. So it's gonna have an enormous ability to generate revenue to help our city. And it's
0: not annexation like Gary No, McCarthy no, no, no. That, about.
1: First of all, annexation requires two parties. Okay? There's no <laughs> way that these communities are saying, Hi, bring me into the city of Chicago to solve it, your problems.
0: Because we're so corrupt or because
1: Because why should we help solve your financial problems? This Why right won't here, they say the same because thing? Because this won't they be, say the same thing? Because they want access and they can't get it now. But we will work out a business negotiation. Well,
0: this has been Western Access has been on the plan for forever, and yet it's not happening. And where is it? Yeah,
1: I'll make it happen. Okay. And this is one of the ways to make it happen.
0: Gary Chico, thanks for coming. Sure, my pleasure. See you next week. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough
1: to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.